0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianni Bel Castro, and I am your host. One little exciting thing before we get started with today's episode, I updated my logo a little bit because I was bored. Actually, no, when I when I changed my logo for Spirit Day, um, like a few weeks ago, they I used Pictochart to make my logo. I don't have Photoshop um, because I'm broke. So they didn't have the microphone that I used in the beginning when I first made the podcast logo. So I had to change it up, but it looks better now. Um, More modernized, I guess would be the word for it. Uh, But I really like it. And yeah, so I hope someone noticed, but I, I really like what was happening and oh my God, there's three more episodes of the season left and I'm glad with the last few episodes, that I get to have this guy on my show. Oh, my God. I'm super excited for what we're going to talk about today. Can you introduce yourself, please?
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, let me just say the fact that I'm on the show with, like, people like Annie and everything has been on, like, I feel like I, I, I feel honored to tell. Uh, but anyways, uh, hi, everyone. I'm Connor. I'm I am the social media manager's technically content coordinator of the Chicago red stars, I uh, was a red stars fan for years beforehand, actually interned with the red stars 2017. And yeah. Um, instead of, instead of seeing my weird tweets, you're going to have to hear my weird voice now. So get ready, everyone. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Just get ready.
0: Speaking of getting ready. Um, so it's playoff season. Obviously this episode is going to be coming out after uh, Sunday's game, but um, I guess looking into the future, what are you excited about like for this team? What's it been like to uh, watch this team throughout the entire season? You know, social media guy, you know, you're doing everything. Um, Mm -hmm. You're basically the voice of the team kind of in terms of the internet. So I just want to know what it's been like watching the players this season and being able to interact with folks online.
1: Um, It's been, I think, from a fan standpoint, because, you know, I think that's one thing that I think people forget, that I feel like people that are part of these organizations, I mean, they're obviously fans of the organization as well, and it has been just as much of a trip as it has for you know the fan the normal fan outside of the organization as as for me uh probably definitely more so because you know i run the social media accounts and because beforehand i could just be a fan and not have to be contractually obligated to post anything so it's been weird it's been it's been like it's been weird because you know it's just been a weird year i mean the first regular season post COVID era or post 2020 challenge cup era was always going to be weird. I thought it was always going to be strange, but it's been super, but it's been super weird, but it's been awesome. You know, just getting to be around the team, getting to be around the players to talk to them, learn a bit more about them. And as the season has gone on, it's been exciting to kind of be along the ride, this crazy ride that the rest have been on and also kind of really learn like my whole, like how, how I want to portray a voice and everything using the social channels. Cause there's still so much that I've yet to learn. I mean, I feel like I've grown already so much from how I was kind of tweeting in the beginning of the year to slowly, but surely just really, I don't want to say unhinged, but just not feeling as kind of ditching the usual structure and just being like, you know, I follow all these other accounts that live tweet the games, all these other teams and, being a bit more like them and adding my own flair to it so i feel like i've learned a lot about myself in that regard um yeah it's 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 just been wild and i just uh, this team is just it's it's unreal it's just so unreal you think that this team is down and the next you know like oh we're just went on like a three match four match on b and run and now we're X amount of points from top of the table at several points, I think at one point top of the table. So it's been, it's been weird, but it's been cool. It's been a, it's been a cool ride, but it's definitely been a ride as much as it has for you and for everybody else. It's definitely been a ride. It's
0: been a fun season to watch. I yeah. went to my first NWSL game this year um, mm-hmm. last month. And I was kind of, and when I was, um, when they were rescheduling the game, I was like, please make it on a day that I can go to to one because I work on the weekends and everything like that. And I was like, oh, they're playing on like a Wednesday or whatever. Score, went (laughs) to that game, was cold. Did Mm. not think it was going to be that cold. Um, But they ended up winning that game. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But there was something about the environment. I was sitting by um, the supporter section too. And I was like, I love this so much and I'm so excited to go to the game on Sunday and everything like that. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know what it is, you know, like with women's sports, I feel like the environment is just so much different than going Mm -hmm. to like a men's sporting event. Um, I, I'm literally speechless trying to trying to talk about my experience. Like I went there and I was like, oh, they're doing autographs after the game. I'm like, this reminds me of AU. Yeah. And I, I wore my, okay, you remember the, the whole jersey thing? Oh, okay, we're oh yeah. gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about oh, yeah.
1: that. I, re- I remember that bit.
0: Because, um, you know, for a second, I forgot that you're the dude behind the account and I was just doing a thing. It was like, how much interaction can I get? And it was like, it's a dumb thing too, because I don't like social media, but it's also like, how can I try and promote my show? Oh, right. i'm gonna do this thing um i forgot that you're the guy <laughs> that you're the guy that does it and i That's was like 40 retweets and i'll buy a tierna davidson jersey and then you quote retweeted it and like you i was like i need an excuse to buy this you're like excuse like you don't need an excuse
1: Connor,
0: i'm a broke college student
1: <laughs> yeah So was I once upon a time, and I probably bought way too many soccer jerseys than I needed to. So, Um,
0: But I bought the jersey, like Sarah Spain retweeted me, interacted with a bunch of my posts. And I was like, oh, my God, like it was just the the amount of engagement that I got on Twitter was like is second best for my account. I was like, (laughs) whoa, the highest is with the PHF. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um but and then I went to the game and I got my jersey signed by Davidson and I, I my friend was like taking photos and I was like freaking out because Davidson is my favorite player. Mm. Um and like my year was made after that point. I was like now I I wore the jersey twice on yeah. that day and like one other time before never wearing it again. Never You might want to get again. you
1: might want to get it framed like Oh, now. I'm
0: going to get it framed. Get it framed. Right. Um yeah, it's just in my room right now, like, hanging up. <laughs> not going to touch it, not going to wear it anymore. Uh, way too valuable for that, you know. But uh, my first game was exciting, and this game on Sunday is going to be really fun. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I saw a, a tweet where it's like, don't meet your internet friends. Like, we, we've met IRL. I'm yep. going to meet um, – My friend Mickey, IRL, we're gonna sit together at Sunday's game. And um, like Twitter, Woso Twitter, I like to say, is one of the best communities online. You get to make so many friends. Um, you get to talk to so many people. We've met online. Um, like our first interaction was like, You were, you you said you like my podcast. I was like, oh my god, Connor likes my podcast. Like that's so like I was freaking out when you when you text me because like I thank you so much I really appreciate that Connor
1: you're like very, coming
0: very from very the nice. best NWSL admin all right like,
1: no all right all right all right all right let's let's pause right no you're I'm the not. best
0: NWSL admin
1: <laughs> I'm <right>. biased okay <laughs> Red
0: Stars are my team I'm biased right. Connor, fair enough
1: <laughs> fair enough I'll take it.
0: But um, you're you're a big baseball guy. I invited yeah. you to my work. Uh, I yep. got, I got him some tickets to where I work. Um, and he came out for a Kane County Cougars game. Uh, I don't remember what happened that day. I'm sure they lost or whatever. No, I think they, won. I they think won. They won. Oh, surprising. I, so. I like I like to um, <laughs> talk shit about my my work sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they won, but the White Sox. You have yeah. in your Twitter bio that you're a White Sox apologist. Um, yep. Sure I am. think I'm also a White Sox apologist, but uh, you know, like this this past season, <laughs> at least Houston lost.
1: I mean, it was a good year, minus getting put out three one. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah. the 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 right team lost. The World Series is what I say. Yeah. The right team lost the World yeah. Series at the end of the day. And so everyone, and so everyone's happy. And congrats to Mallory Pugh's boyfriend, aka Dansby Swanson. Dansby so. Swanson,
0: <laughs> what a name! Dansby Swanson. I love him.
1: I've always, I've always kind of been a Dansby fan for whatever reason. I I really liked him when he was at Bandy. So uh, couldn't tell you why. Like he's just just he's just a super solid shortstop big was always just a big fan of him uh yeah so and plus the Braves are just a fun team to watch mm-hmm. there's so much fun
0: but enough about baseball like yesterday when i was watching it i was watching election results because i'm super big into politics um mm-hmm. for some reason i don't know why so i was watching steve kornacki on msnbc like was watching all that like the map stuff and then on my computer i was watching I put on the, I put it on in the bottom of the ninth so I could see like the whole thing. Okay, oh it was it was really cool to watch. Maybe one day, you know, the White Sox in the well, near future. De- well, they've
1: they did it once when I was a child, so I would like them to do it now that I'm an adult. So. They did
0: it when I was three years old, so uh,
1: I was like nine. So I can I'm hoping to see it at some point again.
0: <laughs> yeah, just. No Cubs wins before the White Sox, which I don't yeah. think is going to happen for a long time. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got to play nice in the sandbox with these teams, with all these teams. Remember, <laughs> so I can't, I can't bash them too much. But yeah, it is—it is public knowledge that I—I I ride—I ride or die for Sox side. So
0: yeah, yeah. My family has a long history. Well, my mom's side of the family has a long history with the White Sox. My uncle was a was a bat boy in the '80s for them. Oh, nice. My dad's side of the family is the Cubs our Cubs people. My sister is a Cubs fan, so it's it's uh I was laughing though when Rizzo got traded because that was my sister's favorite player. And I I was like ha
1: ha look at I felt so bad. Like Rizzo's Mr. Cub was Mr. Cub and plus I was and when Bryant got traded like I mean I kinda knew he was but I like loved him. Like I he's like I've I've never not liked Chris Bryant. Somebody got traded. I was just like, "Well, you become easier to root for," but it just becomes mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah, like, this is weird. Like who? Do, like this? Like you don't even look right in in San Francisco colors. Like this is. I thought I think you were, he looks better. You were, I thought you were gonna.
0: He looks better. I thought he
1: was gonna be a Cub for lifer, but no. It's it's baseball. That's baseball.
0: People thought he was gonna be traded to the White Sox, and I was like,
1: "Yeah, I was one." I was I was the one who thought that. The and one.
0: I, the only uh, one on the internet.
1: Yeah, one one is probably
0: the one white sox apologist.
1: I didn't. <laughs> there's many of us screaming <laughs> for Chris Bryant, my dad included. So
0: but um I think that's boring a lot of people with the baseball talk. Um I, I'm sorry, like baseball was my first love in terms of sports like that's yes, the first agreed. sport i ever played like i'm wearing my white socks white socks hat right now so um but since you're on my podcast i think yeah. people also know that you do a podcast with yes. the red stars and i re-watched some videos yesterday to prepare for today and okay. i would just like to say that i am a fan of your show
1: and i <laughs> love you. what's
0: happening there
1: um, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you.
0: I I rewatched um, your podcast with Annie and then the one you did with Tatum, Malazzo and Alice Stevens yeah. and big thumbs up from me.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> really good it. content.
0: Really good content that. there. Thank you.
1: Um,
0: like you guys are so good. And I feel like when it comes to hosting podcasts, I, I feel like people don't think these athletes are going to want to open up, especially for their own team and do all this stuff. So to see, um, you know, you and Zoe and Sarah do this podcast together is really cool. It's a nice inside look at what's happening within the team and the people that work for the team um, and people that are covering the team or Mm -hmm. actually play on the team. I want to know a little bit more of like how this podcast got uh, created, how like how that all played out
1: yeah for sure so i mean i completely agree with you one of my favorite parts of doing the show is kind of peeling back that layer right i mean but the show uh the show my kind of podcast the title of the show uh kind of began as a little bit of an idea when i was technically like a contractor for the red stars last year during the challenge cup slash fall series and um When I got brought on full time, that was kind of like priority number one in a way for me, like as far as like my creative to do list in a way, because and I'll get to this later in the show if this ever comes up. But I didn't have full social media like control up until about a couple of weeks before this regular season like this year. So I was mainly just coming up and writing some of the content that went online uh, last year, but the podcast came up about as my boss, my phenomenal, absolutely wonderful human being and boss, greatest boss I've ever had in my life, Lindsey Goldner. Um, it was like one of the different ideas that we were talking about It was like, oh, like this would be cool. Like the team's never really done this or it's had kind of variations of it. But it was way back when, like in the early stages of the NWSL, if not, you know, borderline WPS ish era. Um, maybe not that old, but you get the idea. It's been, it's been a while. Right. And, and so right away it was, it was, that was kind of one of the first things on the like, kind of like my, uh, on my job description was oversee possibly create things like podcasts and all that stuff. I was like, all right, cool. Like to the drawing board we go. And I had hosted podcasts before, just like on my own time, like my own, I did one with my best friend in college and it was I think the first thing for me was trying to figure out who to do it with. And we went through this process. We kind of involved a few people in the coaching staff and everything like that, too, uh, without giving too much into it. And then it just kind of boiled down to we had like a couple people and then they basically went to came down to, all right, Connor, who do you want to do it with? And I was like, well, honestly, freaking everybody, if I could, like, it's cool, um because once we decided it wasn't gonna just be me hosting it which i'm glad it wasn't that because in a weird way i wanted the sh- show to tell the stories like you those. i can like, tell the stories of some of these players and everything and to show them a few more things um but also at the same at the same token i would have felt wrong if it was just like a singular dude just hosting this show and right away the first people that i wanted to host were the very first two people i ever talked to for like work assignments and it was zoe Morris and sarah lubert i my first two things i wrote for the team or recorded for the team were little interview things as part of our interview series for some of the newer players and everything like that and zoe and sarah i think it were, were just like two of the first choices i had we hopped in a meeting with both of them and Both of them are just like, hell yeah, let's do it. This is awesome. And and thus, my kind of podcast was born. And I think through that, you know, just for me to learn more about their tendencies, both just as a host, but then just the way that they think and everything, too, and the questions that they ask has just been awesome. And it was just a lot of great growth as the show went on, obviously, you know, still doing it from the Zoom era. And then... Starting to do it a bit more in person, starting with the Julie Haddon episode, you know, kind of like adjusting and adjusting our cadences and everything there, and just talking to them and like being in like a text chain with them, which was still like the wildest thing for me for a while. Like, like I would be out with friends, and then I get this message about the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, I've got to text one of the players. And I was like, That's the sentence that's so weird to say. But yeah, no, the show is like great. It's one of it was like. I can't really say it was all my brainchild. I really, it realistically was Lindsay's brainchild. Um, I think I was just tasked with getting it off the ground and doing it and overseeing it and making sure it just gets done. And yeah, no, it's just, it, it's great. I think it provides a look that's never really been seen before from the Red Stars and at least in a long time. And it's... Uh, I mean, I'm biased. I think it's great. I obviously hosted. So I think so. I, I'm obviously going to be biased towards it. But it's it's been a lot of fun. I, it's been a lot of fun. And yeah, it's just it's kind of just like now it's just like hosting a show with your two with your two best friends at this rate. And that's kind of what it feels like. It just kind of feels like, oh, all right. Like you guys are like the, you guys play for the team. But when we sit down, like that's kind of like almost like periphery vision, like no one really like I don't like we we just vibe and that's the coolest thing it's just it literally just it's like three friends who are hosting a podcast and everything so it's it's great it's something that I hate using the word proud especially when it comes to myself I try to like avoid it but it's the closest thing that I'll say to I am proud of myself of doing which is like and I feel like people are going to clip that part and make me and force me to listen to it because they know how much it probably like pains me to say it. But it's one of my favorite things that I've done so far with this team.
0: I'm such a fan of the show. Like the quality content, honestly, like I loved your conversation with any Costable. yet. Yeah, if people don't know, I've had her on the show. Yep. Um, I love talking to her. She's just a great human being overall like she has so much insight and i love the part when she was talking about like looking up at the sun times building when she was a kid i was like that is just so freaking cool Like, yeah
1: no that was one of those episodes where i mean and don't get me wrong every single one of the episodes i've been like man i wish you could do that in person now that we're starting to do them in person right but it was something about that episode and just the way annie is like that was one of those where I was just like, damn it, I wish we got that one in person. I wish we got that one in the office. Or we did that at the Sun-Times office or something, did like a little special field trip or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, no, that that was one where it was just awesome to hear from her. As someone who went to school for journalism myself, it was just, for me, it was just a, almost like a fanboy slash fangirl moment in a way. Just, just do that and hear the journey for her and what she's doing now which is phenomenal work and it's it's just great
0: i i am finally like well i'm also for people that don't know although if you've been listening to the show i feel like you would already know this by now but i'm also studying journalism Uh, the reason that i switched my major is because of the show and what i was doing at the king county cougars um like i don't know what it is but i i like this so much for some reason like i finally found what I love to do and apparently it's talking into a microphone with some online friends and and athletes and coaches and so many different people in the freaking sports world which is right super super insane like you say like you're kind of basically like oh my god I can't believe this is happening I'm sitting here and like oh my god I can't believe this is happening like right now and everyone that I've had on this show (laughs) it's just so damn cool and I
1: it is yeah it's I think that's yeah. too, that's I think that's easily one of the best parts why I enjoy doing the show that I do like it like a few like I would have never thought I was going to talk to a Julie Haddon or, you know, a Lori Kolopny or a Kendall Coyne or just any of them. Never thought, never thought. And it's just it's cool. And it, it, it just kind of just goes back to like. It wasn't fully my brainchild. But, like, actually being able to, like, do it and get it off the ground with, like, Lindsay's help and everything has just been, like, having these guests are kind of, like, big dream guests and, you know, getting them in, like, the third or fourth one. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Power of the Red Stars brand, I guess. But because if it was just me doing it, probably not. But I was like, oh, I'm, I'm Connor of the Red Stars. I am like, all right. Cool.
0: <laughs> I love how, like, you guys have local people on the show, too. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I love that so much. I love how there's a lot of local players from uh, on the red stars. Like there's someone that went to my high school. There's people from the Naperville area, people from Northern Illinois. And I was like, I didn't know that they're from here. Like that makes it so much better, like to root for them. Like I, I had the chance to talk to Zoe Gorowski for a school project when I was a senior in high school. And I asked her, like, I, I used our interview in one of my podcast episodes. But, like, I, when I found out that there was a few NWSL players from Nequa Valley where I went to high school, I was like, oh, that that's so freaking cool. And Allie Quigley went to my first high school that I attended. It's just, I love local people. Yeah. Love that Very so good. much. I, I love good. how they're drafted here and, and they're appreciated. And and all that, like it's so fun to scroll through the roster online and be like, Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. Oh, maybe a California, and then more Illinois stuff. I I love that so much.
1: No, hundred percent agreed.
0: Local legends, and you know, I was watching the Ella and Tatum podcast episode. I was like, Ella's hoodie is fire
1: yeah right. no that was that episode was just great i mean that episode i honestly think that episode was roughly about 30 40 minutes mm-hmm. it, there was probably another 30 40 minutes of just like outtakes and laughs and everything which there is was just, a lot
0: of cuts and i was like they were definitely laughing at this moment and like, then they, they calmed down and came back
1: yeah we like <laughs> again just one of the greatest things about that show is just really kind of peeling back the layer on some people and certain show like certain episodes like I think every episode there's been like a one or two moments where everybody just collectively just loses it you know like from the first episode all the way to the most recent one so yeah like that that episode was really just definitely fun my only regret for that episode is that uh Sarah Lubert was not on it that is the only bad thing bad and i can't even like bad's just a poor choice of words but like i guess that would be the one con of the episode if we're weighing up pros and cons that was the only thing but like we had like snapchatted her or or they had snapchatted her and we had texted her it's like hey we're recording the show like first one we're doing uh since now that you're out on loan miss you and everything and no sarah was just like my god i love this so it was great
0: did you, uh, did you get a Club America jersey yet?
1: You I, know? I did. You did. I did. You got the name on it and everything. I did. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think it was like her second week with the team or something like that. Or it was like, it was like her second week with the team after it was announced. And I had wanted an excuse to get a Club America jersey anyway. Cause I just think the kits are really cool. And so I decided like, you know what? I'm like, might as well. Like, I'm going to get it. Like, every, like, for me, it was cool because it was like, no one's really going to know that it's like the, that it's the woman's team of Club America. And then number two, everyone's going to be like, oh, Lubert. like Who's that? It's like, you wouldn't know if you if you watch the Red Stars in a way or if you watch women's <laughs> soccer. Um. So, yeah, no, I got one. I got the yellow one. I think it's the home one. So I got the home one with the cool different colors and everything. I got the Lubert number on the back and all of that texted it to her. She's like, that is so dope. And I was just like, I told you I would. I was like, I was like, you going on loans basically gave me the excuse I needed to finally get this jersey. So prime. Like, thank you.
0: <laughs> I also have a Club America jersey. Uh my mom got it for me. I, I just love collecting jerseys. I don't know. I like collecting, wearing whatever. Like I'm wearing Chelsea kit right now, which I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to the soccer stuff because going back to um, that episode you guys had with Annie, it was at the end, I think you guys were talking about either Man United or Liverpool, which I would like to say that Liverpool does have some nice kits, and I've also have wanted to buy some of them. Oh, I, I, I own one.
1: But I, you... own, I, I legit own one. Like, I'm a diehard United fan, but I will put myself on bus and say I will own one, but it's the one that looks like like ocean waves. Yeah. Because it looks cool.
0: I almost bought a Man United shirt, but it was like okay. So when Chris and Press and Tobin Heath went to Man United, I really wanted the I, I'm gonna call it like the zebra thing. Oh, the
1: zebra kit. The yeah, yeah.
0: I wanted one of those. I think I was gonna buy. I think I was gonna get a Heath one. And I was like, mm, I know better than this. I oh. am a Chelsea fan. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I they do respect come. some Man United players though, on both teams. But I true chelsea fan
1: it should come to no surprise that anyone that knows me just from from a, like my taste in shirts and everything standpoint and a manchester united standpoint that a i own the zebra kit actually and two i do have the one i have is kristen press so that was like
0: solid choice
1: i think the day it was announced what her number was i was like done and i just went and purchased it right away and got the zebra kit got it and like just under just under a month which i think was like i was like one of the few who got it in a decent time frame because like the united store it just imploded Mm -hmm. when that happens so
0: there is a market for women's sports merch you gotta produce more of it because people people want stuff we've seen this with the w and mostly like with nike um in general also adidas has its own problems but yeah, soccer kits are cool. Um, I don't really like Chelsea's kits this year. I don't know if that's They're like okay. a, a bad okay. take or whatever. But I don't like the yellow one. Like the yellow one is so bad. It's so bad. I don't like it at all. It's it's awful. Um, but I digress. Moving moving on. Um, so Mr. Social Media Guy, you have some yes. fire tweets. Um, oh I love <laughs> I love when you post like Sarah Gordon appreciation tweets I just like constantly retweeting those constantly like I I'm gonna turn my account to a Sarah Go- a Sarah Gordon Stan account on Sunday because like Sarah Gordon from MVP you know I'm just yep. gonna say it here I I did a recording earlier with my friends at the the final third podcast, which is, which is coming out tomorrow. Um, And I was like, my biased opinion for MVP of the league is Sarah Gordon because she's a queen. And that's that, but I love your tweets. Um, Your content recently has been like really good. Um, I love the memes. I love the uh, admin wars that are going on right now um like it's it's so good but like last night I was looking at it it was like 10 o'clock and I was like guys go to bed (laughs) you know like you can't do this all night but honestly like the the location tweets those were good but also like when it comes back to us like
1: "Mm, don't yeah yeah I realized that it was a lot of to be fair I think that's what kind of made it funny was kind of like some of the comebacks that we both had were also cell phones at the end, and we didn't realize there were cell phones until after. And then I'll get a text on the side from andrew and she's like, Why did I just out myself like that? And then I would sense I was just like, Oh, this is going well, but I'm like, I'm sitting the same sitting here saying the same thing. It was like, We don't actually play in Chicago either, like you guys. But it was like it's technically in your guys's name, New York, New Jersey. I only made the New York comment because you called us New York Light. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was the back and forth with Andrea is just. I mean, I know that you and a few other people will say that, oh, like, like, oh, con, like Red Stars admin, best admin. Like, I say this in the most, nah, I say it is trying to remove every form of bias that I have. Because yeah, I view Andrea as a friend, and you know, there's people, and on Gotham's organization that I just really enjoy. This is people more than just technically league compatriots, but Andrea is one of, if not the best, when it comes to ro- rocking with social media. Just in just in general in this league, I mean, like there's stuff that that she'll say and she'll do, and I'm sitting there just like wow, I can't, i do that Uh, sometimes. So no, I feel like she's just one of the best and honestly kind of just when I was talking to her and we'll talk and I've talked to her like throughout the year, it's just, that's kind of, kind of how it helped me grow a bit for me on my end and kind of have a bit more fun with it and everything. And that was the biggest thing that they tasked me to do was just have fun with it. But I was always just like, Oh, I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if I should say that. And then I think after a while, it just turned into me, I don't want to say not caring, but I was just kind of just like, I turned into more of a tweet first, ask questions later type thing. It was like, it's just, it's, if it's funny, it's funny. It's going to land. And I'm going to see how far I can push this needle until someone in the organization tells me you should, probably shouldn't say that. And to this day, no one has said that. Um, but I also feel like I have a bit of a good like line where I know it's like, let's not say that. Let's just avoid that. Um, but yeah, no, Andrea, I think is just one of the best just in general. I just, I've only, I mean, I've only been in this league. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, I will have officially been a part of the league full time for a full calendar year. Um, and she's just one of the best people, one of the nicest people that I've met uh, just in this league. And, in this industry and there's, there's a, there's a few, there's a few and and there's a lot that I haven't met yet, you know, but just one of the best that I've met so far, Um, just easily a a really good friend of mine. And yeah, if, if anyone's going to start giving best admin titles to people, it should start with Gotham and then it can work its way back to us. So.
0: She's also like very talented in a lot of different things like i've seen she's done that handsome yeah, yeah, yeah she can
1: sing like what she can sing and speaks like a billion different languages yeah so, speaks
0: like four different languages like
1: so okay. i'm going so i'm, so I'm actually going to redact my thought and i'm going to like double down on it like anyway. she's the best one like i will i will take rookie of the year admin if she gets mvp admin is what i will say like if they had like rookie of the year admin i will take it i guess like, I think that would be the one where I was like, oh, you know what? I think I did good, good, a good job. If people want to start talking admin, if you're like, Woso well, Twitter wants to be like, oh, who's the best cell admin? Her. Her. Don't even look at me. Her. Like, that is, that's, that's, it's great. It's great. So <laughs> she's great.
0: I will agree with you on that point after Sunday because I've been going at it with some Gotham fans more okay. in particular <laughs> um Robbie Rogers <laughs> um so I got friends at the Brian and Me podcast so uh they talk about the Red Stars too uh, for yeah. people that don't know and I was I I was texting them I don't know who runs that damn account no one wants to tell mm. me but I was like um so I just started going at it with Robbie can you uh, come back me up here and we were like doing a little Twitter thing but I will I will say that she's the best at, after Sunday, um. <laughs> but you know, not not every uh, admin is gonna be uh the the nicest, um, in the world. Are or, or gonna tweet the best things, right? Ever, um. So, apparently, you know, if your the team you work for wishes you a happy birthday, I guess that isn't oh, a a great thing, oh, right? Like yeah. no one no one wants to see that.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> That whole thing was, so I will be very transparent and say that that, the whole episode that happened, right? And I don't want to rehash the tweet. I don't want to bring up the person who said it. I'm not trying to sit here and bash them or end their life or eviscerate them or anything like that, you know? Like, I'm not here to do that. I will say, though, that with full transparency, that when that happened, uh, and it's been since cleared up, obviously, you would think, right? Um, I had told him that, you know, after I when we finally I was like, that really kind of made my day suck. I was like, and, um, and it was, and like, I'm already not a big attention seeker, contrary to popular people's popular belief. They think because I'm in social media and because I went to school for journalism, I very much hunt the spotlight when in reality, I sprint away from a spotlight quicker than anyone. But that was like a very weird just day. And, you know, obviously I had put in my two cents on that day, like by quote tweeting and saying what I had to say and saying what I really felt and everything. The weirdest thing for me was seeing everybody come to the defense and just seeing different people from like almost every single corner of of, of WOSO in a way. And I felt like weird because it almost felt like people are either picking a side. And then I felt like other people are trying to think that I was just trying to become this. I know some people were trying to claim that I was dragging it on or trying to drive a wedge in this tight knit community. And I am just like, I am not. I was the one who was kind of like the victim ish in it. Um, so if anyone wants it over, it's me. Um. But the weirdest thing was seeing so many people come to the defense of it and then people starting to follow me and starting to follow the account and all of that. And I think that's when I started to kind of give myself some slack. I was like, oh, hey, I might actually be doing a halfway decent job this season with what I'm doing with the account. Um, Because people have in some of their like defenses like, oh, we've seen him. We've seen the accounts and everything like like uh, whoever runs this account does such a great job. And it even says in this one that Connor himself didn't post it, which I didn't. I don't know how many times I can say that I did not post a self-congratulatory happy birthday. Um, again, I run from a spotlight. Why would I tell people on the so on my own account? I'll tell people it's my birthday. I don't need uh, I don't need to go on the team account and tell people it's my birthday. But that was a weird day, and of course, you know everything that happened and all that stuff. But it's it's squashed. It's done. Most of the people involved, I have talked to. Like the main two, I would say, and everything. One of them actually reached I didn't even have to reach out to, like, came out, reached out to me. It was like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. And everything. And we hashed it out and all that. And now it's apparently it's become woman, it's become woman soccer Twitter's favorite, like inside joke is when anytime I would see somebody say something about admin culture, I just now I just chuckle. And now that Gotham and I guess us have now brought it back. It's kind of just like, all right, well. It kind of it sucked and was annoying for a while. It was like a two-week thing where I was just getting pissed off. And now it's just like all right now it's kind of time to have some fun with it. So it was an interesting time.
0: Yeah social media is
1: it was a very interesting time and that was definitely my crash course in the social media world of women's soccer like full on like just mm-hmm. full on like I was on the messy side of so Twitter. But uh but At the very end of the day, at least people, A, kind of knew a lot of the things that I stood for, and B, that I just wasn't really going to, for a lack of better terms, let it kind of phase me. Um, And I don't think it has. Uh, I think, if anything, it's kind of just made me like, I'm just going to have more fun. You know, I've never drawn attention to me being the admin on the account. I've always wanted to give all the love to the team. I don't think it's fair for me to use a team vehicle basically and be like, oh me, 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 me. I'm the voice. Like, and plus again, that just feels weird. Like, I'm a 26-year-old dude trying if I were to try to claim to be the voice of so many strong, powerful, amazing women who kick ass on a soccer field, like that would feel stupid to me if I did that. Like I would feel like the ultimate ass. So um, but yeah, difficult time of all days on my birthday. But it was—it turned out to be fun, and now it's—and now it's apparently become the greatest joke on Twitter so far. So sometimes you just got to run with it after, after after some time passes.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was weird because like I—we talked about this before the show, but like I tweeted a thing. I was like, "Oh my god, did he tweet like his own happy birthday thing <laughs> like as a joke?" And I guess you know people didn't know we're, we're friends, so right. people people took it seriously. Um, I tweeted that before I went to class, uh, and then I got out of class and I was like, Oh, people think I'm being serious. No, no (laughs) guys. Like it's, it's fine. I was just making a joke. It's just a joke. Um, people, I guess people don't know I'm sarcastic. Like I, IRL, I'm super sarcastic and I have a dry sense of humor. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, people, people think I'm some adult, which Legally, I can be tried as an adult because I'm 19, but I don't see myself. I think it's because like I was a part of the class of 2020, and I I missed my my senior year. And then I got back to the classroom my sophomore year of college. People think I'm an adult, like some sort of adult. And it's like, no, no. Guys, I still feel like I'm 17. I started the show when I was 17. um, And now it's just like I'm 19, and I'm doing this, and people think... (laughs) like I'm 30 years old and this is my full-time job. And I'm like, no, it's it's not. Please yeah. please leave me alone. Like I changed my bio on purpose to say a 19 year old and then my own personal Twitter account, right. which I don't even go on anymore because it's like this podcast Twitter account is my life now. <laughs> it's my life. I've yeah. been recording for eight months, uh, eight straight months. And it's just constantly putting out content right People think I'm a lot older than I actually am
1: <laughs> I will say though that I do remember seeing some people like try and start to dunk on you after that comment and I was like I remember I think at one point I even came and I was like guys if y'all don't calm the hell down oh um, I think I think at one point I literally just went on my personal I was like y'all chill like it's fine um but there is one thing i will say and i know i thought i wasn't going to really mention names but i feel like i i in hindsight i do feel like it's kind of important to mention kind of like the two that you know like everybody kind of you know they came to my defense and everything you know i'm not going to sit here and lie like i went after like swung and like i was telling one of them like i basically saw red because i saw it that it was i thought it was an attack on me and i defended myself like anyone would um but in the case of this whole, like, you know, like the, the current theme right now, or I guess what formally is about to end, because by the time this is over, then the quote unquote admin culture war is done. Either we have moved on or Gotham has moved on to the next round either way. But I, for me, it is in no way a shot to Portland's admin or Houston's digital, whatever his title is, uh, Steve or Kayla in Portland at Ebb. All of this is not meant to be like, you know, this giant F you, because it's really not. I think it's I think now it's just one of those things where, again, it's just like, yeah, it was like annoying at the time. But now it's just like I just I want people to know. And I don't know if this is like the quote that you use to like promote this episode. I don't know. (laughs) But I but for me, I just want people to know that I'm using this like admin culture thing I guess it's a thing i'm just using it as as it's as if it's something that i just look at and laugh at now like it's just a joke i don't look at it as like a, a shot at, at a shot in the gut to andrea or myself or anything like that i just think it's just something funny as hell that x amount of month you know it's been like two months after the fact and now people can just laugh at and now people and when Gotham and the Red Stars play, people can joke around about that and things like that. Or when the day comes that I meet Kayla or Steve or anyone, when we talk about it and be like, oh, hey, remember that whole admin culture bit that you apparently thought I was trying to start? Or it was or this, that, the other, or you thought or it was just it was like a tweet that was taken out of context. And then people thought it was about my birthday and everything and all that stuff like It's just it's a funny thing now for me like it's just funny like it's like it's literally just jokes like I don't like I don't (laughs) I don't feel like the league channels would let us basically just have a constant reminder of just bashing on another account if they if no one thought it was funny right so yeah so I mean. People can think what they want. They could think it's a shot at them and everything like that. I mean, it, you know, it's a, it's a tongue-in-cheek kind of just like, yeah, never forget. But it's not one of those like, never forget, I am holding a grudge against you. It's kind of just like, never never forget. This is some funny-ass stuff right here. Um, and we just, and just have fun with it. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I think for me is like the biggest takeaway after all of that. And with our, with like the current war with uh with that gotham's account has with our account and it's just jokes and at the end of the day we're trying to put more attention on the game we're trying to put more attention on the players and the battle that's going to happen on the field everything else that happens afterwards is just you know it's like it's like promoters at a ufc fight or a boxing fight we're just we're playing our part and i, I feel like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out right but uh, I feel like if anyone's still trying to be like, oh, they're, she's, they're dragging it out. I'm like, no, we're not. It's just a funny bit. It's just funny. I'm looking back at it and I'm laughing about it. I'm laughing about it, talking about it. It's funny. It's a cool thing that I think that if there's ever a day where all the where all the the comms departments from every team got together, like it's it'll be like one of those funny things that we make a toast to, you know? Like if writers, I'm like to admin culture, just like a funny little bit. We can all just laugh and then just talk about random crap like dogs and what the weather's like in our respective markets and everything like so admin culture is what you make of it but it's just a funny joke that you just kind of look back and laugh at now so that's that's how i look at it at least so i feel like if i'm looking at it that way and obviously everybody else on well so twitter is and the comm staffs are then just have some fun with it just have some fun with it like I'm as serious as the next person, but we don't have to take it that serious sometimes. <laughs> so,
0: it's just a joke, guys.
1: <laughs> pretty much, it's just a joke, but it's but it's fun. But yeah, like, like I said, we cleared it up right, like pretty much right away. Um, so it's like no disrespect, no no hard feelings at all, and everything. Like it's done, it's dusted. That was in September, right? Like it's November now. Like I feel like if anyone still has a gripe against that now, it's there's more important stuff that's going on right now than to worry about a tweet made on september 22nd that x amount of time before i woke up but again but but with the birthday thing again that goes back to me having one of the greatest bosses of all time in Lindsay to have made that tweet to have basically made that graphic or had have, have a request put into our amazing graphics person to put in the graphic and so yeah so It made me feel valued and in a year that has been trying in so many ways, mentally and emotionally from maybe a work and just a personal standpoint, it did make me feel fairly valued. I was like, oh, damn. All right. Like, I feel valid now. So it was cool.
0: I got to make sure that I don't post about my own birthday on my uh, my own podcast account. (laughs) Um, I'll get. I'll get someone else to do it. For. I don't want people to know when my birthday is. I don't, I already like
1: Well get Robbie on it. Get Rob Robbie, get get Robbie or get Robbie.
0: On it. <laughs> no. No, no. I'm 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 just good. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I don't All want on, people to know that I'm turning
0: 20. I think I think that's fine. Like growing older is just I don't know. It's the pandemic's fault. Like right. last time I went in, in high school, last time I was in school, I was 17 and now I'm 19 in college, like in person for the first time this semester. And I was just like, okay, I'm in a actual school building learning stuff for the first time in like two years. That's uh, that's insane. Like yeah. it was just, it was just weird. Um, but no, people will not know when my golden birthday is Cause it's gonna be my golden birthday, but people Good. people aren't gonna know. I'm not gonna tell golden people.
1: Golden birthdays are fun. They, they... I, I
0: don't even know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Honestly, like there's in in terms of my birthday, it's like I don't really want to do anything. I guess, mm-hmm. but it's like I also like being around my friends and family. Right. Um. And summer birthdays are nice, but it's also really hot and nasty out, especially here, like Chicago weather or like Illinois weather, because I am not in Chicago and I don't want to hear people saying their stuff like I slipped up. I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, Illinois weather. Uh (laughs) Illinois weather just sucks. But then again, like I'm looking at Syracuse and they have the worst winners ever. So I shouldn't really be talking about that. That that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Um, so for people that don't know what social media people do, or in fact, like whatever your job is, can you tell folks uh, you know, what you do, what's your everyday looking like, uh, what's a game day like, uh stuff like that.
1: Um, where would you like me to start? Just kind of like a general overview or just like game days? Um,
0: general overview is fine.
1: Okay, so to be honest, from what, like, and again, I'm still like learning myself. Like I, this may shock people, but the only accounts I've ever really ran before this job were my own. Like my actual personal accounts. I've never run like a business thing. Mm-hmm. Like I started to run like the, facebook page for like the college radio station that i had but you know i left that to like the person who was in charge of that but in general in general i would say the overview for what what i do so i i can't really focus i can't i don't want to speculate on what other people do because maybe other people's things are a little bit different than mine and maybe they have different people to who divided who kind of divide and conquer but for me, you know, with the with the assistance of Lindsay, because Lindsay and I kind of were both kinda, like, I guess you would say the co admins, for the most part, I would say, I would say there's a decent split between who gets what. Um, but uh, we, so the biggest thing is like we, you know, obviously one you, you want to try to get for me, with on the content coordinator side, which is my actual job title. Like I'm still coming up with like the content and everything that come that goes on the website, right? like some of the written pieces, like the previews and the recaps and all that, some, some, that's that's like written by me. Or if there's like any feature pieces that we have by any for like any athletes, like we had some feature pieces last year, like those are mostly written by me. And then, you know, ma- managing the podcast and all of that stuff, of course. And then with social media, getting that up, making sure the pictures are uploaded, things like the other, putting, making sure like the sponsored assets go up. And go on the specific days that they need the specific time frame that they just need to fall uh within and then yeah and then that's kind of like the businessy part of it the fun part is you know just coming up with like different things different ways to say all of it you know you don't want to just be like a boring ad board you want to sh- have some flavor to it have some fun with it so that's that's uh my job too just coming up with different fun ways to project like oh yeah this thing is Um, Like, oh, yeah, like, look at this banger goal sponsored by XYZ and blah, 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 you know, and then just to interacting with fans. I think that was something that I really wanted to pride myself in doing this year, you know, just following the accounts before and, you know, I've always thought like, hey, engaging with the fans more, you can never go wrong with that, right? Like, you can never, ever go wrong with that people want to feel seen, like, you know, for a lack of a better term. So letting other fans know that they're seen, that they're in, that, you know, have have some banter with them and all of that. Um, That's kind of what I do. And on game days, it's a lot of that kind of culminated into, into one day, you know, you, you want to post a promotional stuff. You want to get some good shots and some of the shots I get, you know, I wait for our uh, videographer. I'm going to be shouting out virtually everybody in in the comm staff on this episode. So everyone's going to get their time to shine here. I feel like, because I because it's literally not just me. I like they make my job so much easier. But I get the shots from you know uh, Gretchen, our, our current videographer and photographer. You know I'll get those shots from from her, the other game day photographers that we have, and there's several of them, uh, and they're all great. I get those. I upload those. Get the arrivals. Probably will try to get a TikTok every now and then. I'll get the t- players walking out of the tunnel. I'll get their warm ups, things like that, on my phones. A lot of stuff that will run a phone battery dead, which is why, which is why I don't understand why I don't have a portable battery pack yet. Um, and then of course on game days, you know, I live tweet it. You know, just getting the at post and graphics that need to go with certain things, and just live tuning the game and having fun with it. Um, I, th- I think, and I think that's where me kind of like being a bit more of a fan steps in. And obviously, I just try to give like the who, what, when, where, but it's like molded into just you've seen other accounts do it where they're like if something cool happens they'll freak out about it like everybody else did of course we will like why not If something cool happened for our team we're gonna freak out about our team and then yeah so it's just it's a lot of just keeping an eye just posting the things that need to go up uh having fun with with the different channels and kind of cross-promoting things at the other and obviously you know when the sky were one on on their championship run you know uplifting that you know we and us supporting other teams in chicagoland area like when the Sox are in the playoffs and things like that or just wishing the bears luck in general um so it's just really it boils down to just a lot of just living on social media it just kind of lives on it and i try to step away from it every once in a while like i really do because I mean too much of it can just become like a drag and everything and I don't want to get too hung up on certain comments that are made from fans who are like in our mentions and everything and things like that um and plus I also try to like disassociate it because I am still at the end of the day I am still Connor Moore like the human I am not Connor Moore the account or I am not the walking embodiment of the Chicago red stars account. I'm still a human being that has like human being feelings and feels certain things. and should be allowed to process certain things. Um, so every day is like, you know, it can be in grind. Like, you know, there are days where you go on social media. It's just, it just sucks. You just don't want to see anything, but you, you power through those days. You get through what you, you post, what you have to post and you just, uh, the good days are a lot better than the bad ones on social for sure. But it can it can be a lot it can be a lot I feel like working in social like all the memes about never having an office which I I never really understood it until I got into it and got and got to control the social media accounts then I was like oh wow it really is always go thank god I got a Mac now so I can just transfer certain files over to my phone with you know with airdrop and everything it becomes that much easier so it's a lot of fun and it really becomes a lot of just stockpiling a lot of images on your phone to post when it's time to when you can't be around your laptop but yeah so i would say that's usually my that was probably my biggest job description or the way i would kind of phrase like the day in the life of a content coordinator social media manager you know and just never being too far away from it in the event something happens because something could happen at the blink of an eye and if someone like in the case of earlier today, at the time of recording this, when Diamond the Shields is like, oh, hey, Red Stars, how do I get to the game? You know, seeing that right away and be like, oh, damn, okay, duh, we're going to interact with this. It's WNBA champion Diamond the Shields. Go. So it's never stay straying too far away, but also just trying to have as much fun as you possibly can while also still realizing you're, as you're not tw- – posting from like your own account you're posting with like a verified check mark and the team shield so yeah
0: yeah social media is like I don't like social media but one thing that I knew that I had to do for this podcast was to create social media accounts or people would have never heard of it and I'm on my podcast twitter and instagram and my own personal accounts like all the time um and i'm starting to like not go on my own personal twitter anymore mostly because like there's so much happening in in women's sports uh twitter in general where it's like how do i keep up with all of this like i'm dealing with au wnba nwsl uh Mm -hmm. phf uh stuff happening overseas national teams um, it's just, oof. Like right. I, on my personal, I follow like more like activists and, and political accounts. So I, I, I always knew it was happening in the world. And now it's like, I just know women's soccer and basketball and, and all those stuff. And it's like, I I need a break.
1: <laughs> I need a
0: break so badly, but I know it's not gonna happen right now. Right. Um. I did this to myself. I, I wouldn't consider myself like an admin because like you have an actual job. I'm just doing this because like I, I have to, I guess, where it's like I'm sitting here. It is my account, but it, people don't know that it's me that's running this account. So people think it's someone else. Or, in, well, in a sense.
1: well and, and I feel like that. I So in that same sense, I still feel like that's kind of what an admin is. I mean, for the longest time, like, People would. I feel like people would have never known I was tweeting a lot of that stuff. People A just didn't already know me, and already tell them, or B, if it wasn't for that post and however, however it was, I always feel that I, yeah, I don't think it. I think whether people know or not, if it's like an account that isn't yours, you're kind of sort of the administrator for it. Um, Whether it's you're getting paid for it or not, or whether it's a hobby or not, it's like you're still out. You're still out there and you're still promoting a brand, whatever the brand is. It could be yourself. It could be the thing you do. It could be someone else's thing that they do. Um, You're still out there. You're still promoting a brand. You're still trying to have that find that voice and strike that right chord where people are going to be like, yeah, I like that. Um, So... Yeah, so I think it's, I, I, I don't think it, it could really be key. It could be like pigeonholes into one definition. I feel like everyone, you know, it kind of isn't just runs it the way they run it. They, they feel like it needs to be run best if it does to, to promote whatever it is they're promoting.
0: So uh, we've been, we've been recording for a while and I think it's time to get to fun stuff. You're okay' you ready for uh lightning round uh fun, lightning round awesome right. questions super random stuff
1: i'm ready all um, right so i ready. always ask
0: the same first question okay uh, if you're reading a book or listening to an audiobook or just like any book you've ever read in general what is something you would recommend to listeners
1: oh man okay um i will be honest i haven't i a, haven't listened to an audiobook ever i don't like I just feel like that if I'm going to do that I would just listen to a podcast but that's just me. Um the last book that I read and it's been years since I've like actually sat down and like actively read a book. I need to change that actually. But the last book I read is uh by Alex is uh, by Sir Alex Ferguson, the, you know, the ex Manchester United manager, like the the legendary Manchester United manager. Um he has a book called The Leading. And I don't can't remember how I got into it but i want to say it was because at the time i was i was running the sport i was the sports director for both the tv and radio station in college and i just didn't feel like a great leader i just i don't see i never saw myself as a leader i still kind of don't because i'm i just try to defer and stay in the background when need be so it's just like i'm running all these different people and I don't want to say bossing around, but bossing around these other like these like people who are like my age or younger than me. And sometimes in some cases older than me, how do I how do I go about it? So I just wanted a book to just basically just learn how to be a leader. And so I found that book. It like popped up randomly. I read a couple of chapters from like the school library, loved it, ended up going and actually like buying the book. And I don't think I ever finished it. I think I got dangerously close. I think I'm maybe like two or three chapters out from finishing, but I would say that one. I think it's a lot of like learning. That book kind of really helps you kind of learn how you are as a person. And maybe if you aren't really like the leadership type, like I don't like, I feel like I am, like I'm not a very big vocal out there leader. You still learn different ways how to like connect with different people, like regardless if you're leading or not, it just helps with interpersonal communication. So yeah, leading by Sir Alex Ferguson, like it's, It's great. It's really great. And you learn a lot of different stories about the people that he's coached and, you know, the games and everything like that. So it's it's great from just a story standpoint, because it's obviously nonfiction and it's also great from like kind of helping you kind of like learn like who you are as a person. I think that book helped me out a lot, like in college, kind of learn to start to fully develop who I was or who I wanted to be as a person.
0: I've never heard of that book. Obviously, I've heard of him. And of course, you right. got to bring Man United into it
1: somehow. You know, I wasn't even trying. I was, that's, just like <laughs> the, that's like the biggest, that's like probably my favorite book. The other one I've, the other books that I've probably liked are like the Artemis Fowl series, but that's, I like read when I was like a child. So, but yeah, I mean, I used to like Harry Potter, but now I'm kind of like, it's kind of like a, a toxic relationship with Harry Potter now. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, the last book that I read that I would say like, I really Loved was probably leading the one that I really want to read right now. That I need to go buy is the memoir that uh, Logic, the rapper Logic, just wrote. Uh, so once I buy that, like I've been trying to, but once I go get that, I'm probably that's the one I'm probably going to sit down and probably power through and read that in the off season.
0: I, I have the book Supermarket and I read like the first few chapters. I think I tried reading it on a plane or something. I was like, I can't read on a plane. I should have figured that out. Um, I love the soundtrack though, okay. but I I don't really read as much anymore. I don't really have time or I don't make time for it, but right. I really need to finish supermarket. My mom loved it. She was like, Hey, you know that book I bought you for Christmas? Can I can I read it on, on uh, on the plane when i'm going to my vacation i was like okay and then she was like oh my god i loved it so much like it's such a good book you have to read it and i was like okay anyway <laughs> um do you have a favorite video game like favorite all-time video game that you've played or favorite one you're playing right now oh,
1: man um i would say the fifa series is probably top so i feel like i can never get away from the fifa series um the for the first three video games that come to mind and they're all series it's fifa specifically the fifa's from 14 up to now mm-hmm. but for me my golden age of fifa was 14 through i would say 17 yeah but 14 through 17 were my were, were, were my golden ages um at least that's for me when like the soundtrack was just amazing i like i have like personal stories to like 16 I think honestly 16 through even last years um so out to the FIFA series the Forza Horizon series which is like only exclusive to Xbox players um I really like the Forza Horizon series which is basically just how I how I phrase it to people which is how I phrase it in this like video game review that I had that I had to write for it when I was in a class in college actually um I phrase it as it's as if Lollapalooza and the Daytona 500 basically had a, essentially had a baby, and that's what it turns into. Like that's essentially like the kind of the theme. it's Like this big, massive driving festival. So yeah, it's it's great. Love it. It goes like different games are in different areas. Uh, Her- Horizon One was in Colorado. Horizon Two was technically in like France slash Italy. Three was in Australia. Four was in like. England, Scotland, the newest one that will be out when the show finally releases, Horizon 5, is supposedly in Mexico. So, love that series. And then the Kingdom Hearts series. The Kingdom Hearts series, I've always been a diehard fan of, honestly. Uh, I think I just showed how much of a, I, I, peeling back the layers of how a bit more of like a geek I am. But the Kingdom Hearts series, I would say, for sure, one, two, and three, and all like the different sub games and everything i've only played some of them there's about a billion of them and some of them are good some of them suck but the ones that i've played for the most part are like i've like enjoyed i'd enjoy them so if i had to pick my favorite video game at the moment the video game that i play at that i would probably stop everything right now and play is probably I would say Horizon 3, Forza Horizon 3, 3 or 4, FIFA 17 specifically, or, and I think this is a game that everyone should play, Persona 5. So actually, I would say that. I would say if there's a game that I would probably go and replay, Persona 5, because that game is a time sink, and it is good, and the soundtrack is just beautiful. Um So if you like orchestra stuff and also like hard banging guitar riffs, like that's the game for you. But yeah, favorite video game right now? Probably Persona 5.
0: I've been playing FIFA since like 2014. So like I I love FIFA so much, even though like the inclusion of women's teams. Where is it? Like It was...
1: Yeah, it was like cool in the beginning, and now it's kind of just like the forgotten part of the game. But yeah, yeah like I'm glad you didn't ask me what my favorite FIFA soundtrack is, because then I'd have to like I'd almost go into an existential crisis.
0: I know how you uh, are about the FIFA stuff, so um, like the soundtrack stuff. I'm so like particular
1: yeah. I'm like particu- particular yeah. with it. So like it, I I couldn't pick one mm-hmm. singular soundtrack. It would have to be like a mashup of an X amount. So that's, yeah. but yeah.
0: I'm really into uh, Undertale and, and Deltarune right now. I, yeah. I'm probably gonna sound like such a nerd, but I the whole like universe of that, I'm mm-hmm. sucked into it. Um like when that the newest Deltarune chapter came out, I was obsessed, still obsessed. Like the the game came out when I was Undertale came out when I was like a sophomore in high school, I think. So just like to see now that there's still more stuff coming out from Toby Fox is just
1: yeah
0: yeah that is that is something that I love watching like other people play playing it myself Um, yeah yeah and so since you know we're I love how in-depth you are with these answers everyone else is like super quick with it but I love how like you explain everything I wish more people were like that on the show.
1: It, it's it's hard to pick out. Like I the know, favorite thing it's know. like it depends on the day. It just and yeah. sometimes it just depends on the hour, yeah. honestly. Like one hour you're like, Oh, I love FIFA. And the next, you're like, man, man, screw this series. Like, <laughs> like, I could, you know, like there's like a host of different games I didn't mention. I didn't even start talking about Naruto video games. So I mean, and that's and that's a whole other wormhole. But yeah, it's it's hard to pick so I try to like I try to bring it all in and kind of say like it varies basically.
0: So I know you're a fan of Man United and whatever like that's a that's a thing that that's happening here but uh yes. which Premier League team has the worst supporters group?
1: Oh wow. Holy. Okay. Cuz I have an answer um, for this. Okay. Um wow.
0: Don't worry, it's not your team.
1: <laughs> you, uh, you're going to get me in trouble here. I feel like someone's going to hear this and they're in gonna get trouble. Um, I feel like I have to be careful with my answer. I think okay. So the Premier League club that I think has the worst fans. Oof.
0: I would just wow. like to say, for my answer, it's only for the men's teams. All the women's teams, I think they have great supporters groups, uh, mostly. Um, but the men's. Oof.
1: Um man, I just I can't pick w- I can't pick one that's like bad, horrible, bad, because I feel like I could say that about like several. Um, I'd say like I, I feel like the first ones I go to are would probably be, be Manchester City.
0: That's my answer.
1: <laughs> um, I would probably say Manchester City. Uh-huh. Um, the, the other one, I, I mean, I would say Liverpool, but I mean, I'm friends with so many Liverpool fans, which is like, I don't know if I like just, if I hate their fan base because it's Liverpool or what, but I, yeah, I would say the I would probably say the fan base that probably like gets under my skin the most is probably Man City, the one that I would say makes me laugh are Arsenal fans.
0: Huh.
1: Arsenal fans can be a trip. Yeah, But I like, I can start to understand their pain with kind of watching my team lately. So, I, mm-hmm. so yeah, so the first two that come to mind are Man City just because I'm not just for no reason, like at all. And then Arsenal is probably next, but I think I I think I just get more annoyed by them because of the people that are on like Arsenal TV or that they're like fan TV thing. So I think I'm more annoyed at that demographic of or that sector of the Arsenal fan base. But there's annoyances that I have with every fan base, including mine, like including the Manchester United uh, fandom. So I can't. So it will be hard for me to be like, pick a part one when there's things like that with the same club that I root for. So.
0: Yeah. So finally, I know you've got such a, a wide uh, range of taste in music. Oh, God.
1: Um,
0: and I, I was listening to your to your uh, podcast episode yesterday. and You were talking about all this different stuff. Um, I want to know um, if you can only see one band or, or solo artist on tour for the rest of your life. Who would it be and why?
1: Fuck only one band of solo artists for the rest of my life yes. wow um like every time they go on tour that's the only tour i'm like able to see that year or like there's yeah. or like you only okay. see
0: them for the rest of your life only okay you can go to
1: oh wow um I feel like this should be easy because some, a lot of the bands that I've now seen are like bands where I can be like, okay, I can never see them again. And I'd be happy. Um, and those are like the fallout boys and the green days and like the Paramores, like those three, which are I call like my big three of music when I was growing up. Um, now that I've seen them, I can be like, I don't have to ever see those three groups again. I would be ecstatic. I would, I'm just happy. I saw them when I did. I would say the ones that I would see for the rest of my life would probably be Drake Churches, because I think it's like well documented how much I love the band Churches. So I would say Drake Churches. You're um, seeing
0: multiple names here, Connor.
1: Yeah, I have to pick (laughs) one. I have to pick one. All right, right uh probably churches I've seen them three times or two or three times already and I was basically in like this the happiest trance I'd ever been like in my life um yeah I think I've seen them like two yeah I've, I've seen I saw them two times in three years was gonna be like three and three but I didn't go to one year um And they're touring this year but me going to that concert depends on if i'm going to louisville or not because they are in chicago the day before the the title game so i would say churches i just think sonically the way they sound and like the mood they kind of put me in and everything like they have a song for like i feel like every mood and i could just never i can never hate them i feel like i feel like if they did something stupid That everyone started to hate them, I would try to I would try to reason with them and try to rationalize it before I could bring myself to not liking them. But yeah, the band churches churches with a V instead of the U. Yeah, with a V,
0: guys, come on.
1: Yeah, like if you look at the band, it's technically you. You would think it says Chiverches, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's a band that's what I thought it was too. I I thought it was Chiverches for the longest time, and I like meme them into oblivion and call them that, but yeah. Yeah, there's no. a
0: band out there that I like that does the same thing. They're called Paris, and they have the V uh, in instead of the A. Yep,
1: I know that band. Yep, yep. Um, but-
0: I saw them. They were touring with Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy was my first concert that I went to. It was really? like, uh, it was Paris and the guy that sings Sale. That was my first concert that I went to, and I was like, how the hell do you say this name? Like, there's a V where the A should be, and I was like, oh, it's just Paris. Like, even still, like thinking about mm-hmm. it makes me think it's said it uh, you say it some weird way No, right. it's just Paris and my brain is weird um right but
1: you know I would say it at churches is probably my answer yeah. yeah like that's that's a group that just is an, just anything that I've seen that I've just a close second would be Kyle like the rapper Kyle mm-hmm. um but yeah churches I just you that's like a band that I'm like forever indebted that I got into and like whoever introduced me to it or whatever, introduced it to me. I'm like forever grateful because that is like probably my favorite band, which is saying something. Cause you know, I follow up boy and green there like my, or like my ride and dies and Bastille is right there in that category. But,
0: oh, I love Bastille.
1: But it's uh, but it's gotta be churches. If it's like, if I could see if that's the only concert I got to see every year, I'd be happy as hell like and i can i'd never have a bad time
0: yeah mine mine would be 21 pilots i've seen them three times um okay. like they're just so good um i would definitely want to see them if for however long they're gonna tour mm-hmm. um but i guess that's that's our lightning round um right. even though it was like <laughs> it was only like yeah three or four questions yeah um but that's better like we get to know more about you that's why i do this part <laughs> um So now is the time where you get to plug away.
1: Oh wow, all right. Um, I suck at doing this. Um, but uh I'm gonna plug the people that I work with. Uh I'm gonna plug my boss, Lindsay. I'm gonna plug our graphic designer, uh Jules, our PR specialist, Emmanuel, our videographer, photographer, uh Gretchen, our digital marketing specialist, uh Emily you know, the comm staff interns, Lauren and Meredith, like they are the greatest people I could ever work for. They are, they're like the greatest staff, the staff mates I could ever ask for, honestly, you know, Um, it's, they're, they're just great. And, you know, the people that I've worked with before who don't work with the team right now, like crystal and Skylar and Joe and, you know, Max, and there's so many, but yeah, just. Everyone that I've worked with, the com staff, they're just I, I got to plug them first before I plug anything, because realistically, there is no Red Stars account. If it wasn't, if it really wasn't for them, I'm just the dude that finally puts it in one place and presses the send button or presses the schedule button. So I want to plug the com staff, man. I you know, i they're just great. They're just phenomenal. Um, obviously, the social channels for the Red Stars, you know, you got to follow that. Uh, follow us on Twitter on Facebook if you still have Facebook but on Facebook uh on Instagram on TikTok you know um I'm going to plug just women's sports in general because it's just as good if not better than men's sports. Uh yes I said it. I will say that with my whole chest and I don't care. Um and then yeah just I think those are the biggest things I want to plug. I guess if people want to follow me uh my at is a uh, Connor Moore underscore seven on Twitter. Um, I'm funny sometimes. It's just a weird conscious stream of thoughts on that. Um, all the time. But yeah, no. The biggest the biggest things that people I want to plug are the com staff and just the Red Stars channels in general because I wouldn't be a good social media manager if I didn't plug the accounts that I'm like partially responsible of. So or responsible for I should say.
0: That's all you want to, you don't want to shout out anything else or anything before we end here today?
1: Uh, I mean, there's a whole laundry list of people <laughs> and places that I wish I could, but um, I don't know. The people, uh, the people that know, I, the people that know I love them know I love them. And no, I just, there's so many people, you know, that I wish I could like plug and shout out and everything here. But there's just so many there's not enough time i already talked people's ears off enough um but i just but those those that are listening to this they know who they are uh and i just want to tell them thank you for everything so far for keeping me sane in this very weird rookie year of mine in the real world like working in sports um you know like people like you and people just like everyone else are like it there's too many people there's just too many damn people and not enough time so but i i had to i I had to plug you know my com staff mates and i had to plug the red stars obviously you know support women soccer in chicago support woman period support woman like it it ain't that hard (laughs) it's it's not that
0: hard guys come on
1: like, like support woman um And yeah, so that's really the main things I want to plug. Just so many people. And no, thank you for having me on the show. I've always wanted to be on. Like I said, fan of your show. Really happy to have been on. Um, And thank you to everyone listening who are listening because they want to hear my dumbass speak. Uh, And again, like, there's so many people that I want to thank and like, just give a big ass hug to and just tell them how much I appreciate them. But I would be here all year. So, but. I'll, so I'll just leave it at that. I'll, the com staff of the Red Stars, the Red Stars in general, and the various amounts of people that I've been so fortunate to have or to have met in the last year or so have meant the world to me. So, yeah.
0: Shout out to the Red Stars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Shout of out course. to the
0: Red Stars. Um, it's time for my least favorite part of this episode, which is doing my spiel. Okay. Um, as I as I've uh, named it uh, when I was doing my recording, I, or I think I've been doing that before, um even before that. But again, thank you, Connor, so much for coming on today's episode. It is time for me to plug away my own freaking stuff.
1: The floor is yours.
0: If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on Instagram, Woman Sports Matter, and. Twitter, and Facebook. It's the same handle. It's at WSM podcast. I have a YouTube channel. It's called the Women's sports matter podcast. I'm trying my best to work on uploading all my episodes and fixing the audio. Cause I realized that some of them, you can't even hear me. I'm a great podcast host. Trust me. Um, but I've got a bunch of other resources linked down below. There's NAMI. There's the Trevor project. There's register to vote. There's going and get a vaccine, vaccines.gov. Find the nearest place to get a vaccine because um, you should get vaccinated. We're only at 58% um, fully vaccinated in the United States. So if you have not gotten your vaccine for some reason, I mean, if you're listening to the show, I've been talking about this for months, but please go get vaccinated. Support your women's sports teams in your local market. Buy merch, watch on Paramount Plus, watch wherever it's available. Go and support women's sports and women in sports. Um, That's going to be it for me today. Very uh, short spiel because my laptop is dying, literally dying. Um, But thank you again, Connor, for coming on today's episode. I really really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for being uh, one of my last... uh, Guests on this show. We got two more people coming on the pod before the season is over. um Good luck on Sunday. I'll hopefully see you there at the game. Yeah, Obviously, this is sure. going on, on Tuesday. But uh yeah, that's going to be it for me. Thank you again so much for listening to another episode of the Most Sports Matter Podcast. My name is Gianna Mocastro and I'm your host. That's all, folks. I'll see you next time.